0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Valor ISFL Podcast. I am your host, ValorX77. It's been a while since the last time I did one of these. I think it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, I believe it was S31 Ultimus week was the last time I recorded one of these. Hard to believe it's been that long. Anyway... So, I'm going to start off with a personal life update. College has been going pretty well for me right now. To be honest with you, it takes up a lot of your time. That's why you only see me on the website doing my point task and updates like once per week. Every once in a while, you might catch me lurking on the site. It's probably if I see, like, if there's a PT, a point task claim available. And if it's available, I claim that, obviously. Anyway, so let's take a look at some of the... Before I jump into your questions, I am going to... We're going to jump into the index. This is as of last night, week 11 sim. So quite a lot of surprises this season. First, no one's surprised. Honolulu is nine and two. They've let's see. Honolulu, I think, is a very suspicious team in my view. They are playing down to their competition. I mean, take a look at their games against New York. And Orange County, they've only won by one score. If that's not suspicious about this team, I don't know what this it yeah, it's gotta be probably their defense It's- despite them not having allowing a lot of yards and yeah. They saw how the best defense, but I think they're sus. Second place is my former team, the Copperheads. Oh my goodness, they got clobbered last week. What happened? Daytona sucking as he usually does? Yeah. Run game not going? Yeah. It's just everything that could go wrong did. So, yeah. Uh, third place, but only by game, is Arizona. let's see they're actually a very good team in fact they've allowed the I believe is the the second lowest amount of points in the conference the only teams that allow less the 237 are Honolulu with 204 and Philadelphia with 192 Uh, 4th place right That was New York 6-5 Everybody's competitive in that conference, unless your name is Orange County, which you're in a rebuild, and you're dead last in the conference. It's also very tight in the NSFC. We have Berlin, who is the number one seed, 8-3. Uh, then we got Colorado, who is 7-4, barely. By its, div- Despite having a worse divisional record compared to uh, Phil- Philly, who is also 7-4. A seven. Then, of course, we have Sarasota, who I think is the only team close with a five and six record. And then we got Illinois, Chicago, and Baltimore, who are not that good this season. So yeah, and we'll move over to the DSFL. Uh, if you didn't know what happened. I'll tell what's been going on with my play after this. Uh, Portland. A lot of people think Portland is the best team in the league. They, I think they're the best team in the conference, but not in the league. Uh, my bias might be showing here soon. Kansas City. Oh, my goodness, because the rest of the conference is not that good. Uh. So, Kansas City's 3-4. Minnesota's 2-5. and five, And London is 1-6. The only guys talking in that locker room is the uh, former guys like Micro. So, yeah. Better get your locker room activity up. Um, Minnesota's been quite active. I've seen a lot of former members and current ones. More so of Jiggly than anybody else. In the South Conference, we start from the bottom, Bondi Beach. They had very good scouting combos with me, but passed on me several times. Uh, if you hear any squeaking in my background, that is my dog probably telling me to stop this podcast. But I won't. Uh, and then we got Dallas. Or should I say Little Snacks. I call them Little Snacks because 90% of the time Austin drafts from Dallas. Then we got Tijuana who's 5-2. is right on our heels. But as of right now, there, we have a Sim area and Norfolk just beat Bondi in overtime on the road 26-20. thought the Sim was going to screw us for a moment. And Norfolk, the team I'm on now, surprise, I'm back, uh, 6-1. And now I'm going to need to talk about my new player, which is the Dell Valor. So far, I've been okay. You can see, I've only had target 3 for 26 for 87 yards passing and one touchdown. And then 37 for 206 yards. Still, 5.6 yards per carry is very good. And a TD. But remember, I am in bo- near the bottom of the depth chart because we have so many capped players in Norfolk. So anyway, around the league, they just so, let's talk about some of the members of my class. And that's for me. The only way we do this is we go to the TPE tracker and you type in your class number. So right now I am third in T.P. in the class. The top guy is a recreate. Is is a new guy, Leonardo McTurtle uh, from Tijuana, followed by a number. This is guy's a recreate. A lot of these guys are recreates. Lelser's recreated. You probably know him as James Lel, formerly known as James Uh He's now Colin Cushion, linebacker. Then we got me, you've known me previously as Videl son, and I'm back as Vidal Valor. If you don't know, that's just my SHL and PVE player name, so I just thought it was better to go with that. Then we got Sunsei, which I don't remember, I believe he was a corner. I don't remember who his player there is. If I remember correctly, he was on San Jose for a bit. Uh, Someone watches this and tells me who this guy is. Let me know. Then we got Roque Limit. And if you don't know, Roke Limit is one of the current GMs of New York. So this guy is going to be a GM pick in the second round. Next up is... I don't know this guy that often. Zachary sent, I believe, if I remember correctly, he was with the block. I think, yeah, it's with the block. Then we got Maddie, who was a, who was the top quarterback of this class. Knowing luck, he's probably gonna get drafted by San Jose because he's one of those guys. Also, Dober, if you are listening to this, you smell and you need to take a shower. Yeah, I like slandering my brother a lot. Then we got our next top guy. Then we got a lot of recreates. Semit Hands, who was formerly Carl's Crash Wagon. A few SHO guys. And we also got Jiggly in this class too. Moose Cop. Iza. But Iza hasn't been earning. What has happened? Like, Eza's earnings have fallen off. We got Kicker. Philly's fans' earnings been off, too. He's been inactive. I think he falls because of TBE. Wombat's been inactive, too. Faded as well. So, yeah, a lot of inactives in this class. So, to be fair, a lot of people, if this is a draft that you don't I see a lot of teams trading out of this draft because it's been it's not a very good class. There's only like a top few, and then that's, that's it. But there's like the people above 210 like the true max earners. And then there's everybody else. Speaking of draft, uh anyway, if we pull up the DSFL draft sigs, I fell all the way to the second to last round. Where Norfolk picked me up. Norfolk is probably. The first team that got to know me the most. Through my struggles. And my you know. A lot of people didn't know at the time. But I was struggling to communicate. Because I was having mental health issues. And I didn't know what was going on. Until I discovered I had those issues. Anyway. (laughs) I'm glad to be on this team. I did apply to be their co. I was not picked. Because you know. They thought I would probably screw up with the team potentially. But I wouldn't. Uh, Their new guy that got picked. This person is a good person. uh, I originally questioned this pick. But after realizing what's been going on with this guy. Or them. With them. I like them a lot. Anyway, I'll mention their name because that person also asked questions on my friend. So, congrats, man. Because, if you don't know, uh, our G2109, or best known, or I just simply call him Scani, it has been promoted to be Colorado's GM after Schwarz, one of the nicest people in the league, unfortunately got bullied out of the league and burned out as a result. Shores is leaving the league, and Tesla will take, which of course everybody knows Tesla's the nicest person in the league, no doubt about it. And Scotty will take over as the assistant to Tesla. So I have good faith he's gonna do well in Colorado. So best of luck to him. Anyway. One more thing I'm going to check. This is also for double media. If the, if I don't put this on the fred, this is recorded during the start of double media. So make sure this gets times two pay. Or else I'm going to figure out who didn't do it. And I'm not going to go ham your DMs because that's stupid and low class. And not what an ISFL user should do. So yeah, I'm just going to give you a friendly DM saying, hey, uh, why was I not given times to me? So anyway. <laughs> Time to talk about. I need to figure something else to speak about. So yeah, I'm gonna dive into Ferber with the decision. The user's uh the username is G 765 or simply known as Beck in the locker room. Beck is a very good person and if they need any help with the uh help with the sim, uh if you're listening to this podcast back, uh just give me a DM. My advice: buy the sim right now, because you're gonna need that. He's going is gonna teach you about sim testing and you know, all that fun stuff of being a GM. It's a little time consuming, but I don't recommend it for everyone. If you feel good under pressure and feel like you're one, of, you are very feel like you're a good leader. I recommend being a GM. But if you feel like you're a little cocky and arrogant. I am probably going to recommend you to try HO. But then you become stinky because you're HO. So anyway. Yeah. So. So. So yeah, things have been happening. I'm also gonna uh, typing in discord at the same time because my capitals are on and we're crushing Florida four to one. but remember, oh my goodness. This isn't about hockey, by the way. I'm just going monologuing. So anyway, who uh let me take a look at last season's draft class. Uh this was a weird class. So case so Copperheads do have their quarterback of the future with KC. Uh we originally had Mosey as our as Austin's quarterback. I'm speaking of this as a former player. Uh, But Moosey's last player, Leon McDavid, was with New York. So, we did a free team trade. The next pick we traded. Colorado moved our pick to us. They got Live, Laugh, Love, Swanky. If you don't know, this is formerly Richard Gilbert and longtime member of Colorado. Moosey goes to New York. And the first round pick gets to pick... And we would use that pick to select Spicy Ron. Uh, But in my view, Ron has been under-earning. I think he would be better as a second-round pick. But he might be a better user in the locker room. And he's probably going to prove me wrong. So anyway. So I'm going to be jumping into the questions very soon. Uh, I'm taking a look at each class to see what they've been doing. I forgot who drafted. Uh, I forgot. slimeball is a quarterback. But the question is, who drafted him? I don't think he's switching. So anyway, we're going to be, I'm going to jump into questions because I only asked these about a few minutes ago. Uh, First question is from Green Bay Nathan. Nathan, oh my God, I butchered your name. Ugh, I hate that I butcher people's names. It's the problem I've been doing. Who is the best team in the league and why is it the Sea Wolves? Good question there. Best team is because we have the best locker room though. We have the nicest people in the league. Anyone who tells you and that tells you it's someone else, they're lying to you. You should not be their friend. Uh you do you can be their friend, as long as you're not a piece of crap. Because if they're a piece of crap, they're probably gonna pull a zamir and then get their ass banned. Oh no, swearing on this podcast. I forgot to warn you. This is a PG-13 rated podcast. Because I do swear a little bit. Except on SHL. Because uh, my next Valor cast is going to be an uncensored one. I am going to swear a lot during that. Take it as me doing a mental health rant. It's Norfolk. We have the best running back offense. We have the best defense in the league. It's like, you barely can score on us. Unless the Sim decides to throw a wild card and screw over our offense. Like that game against Portland, for example. Because they're like, oh, your, def- your offensive line sucks. <laughs> because human old line do matter now. Although I'm not a fan of the position myself. Humano line is definitely the biggest key to having success. They can be like five hundred TPE, and yet your team can end up being like thirteen and three, or in this case, thirteen and one. It's very possible we could get a fir- team going thirteen and one, and one team going twelve and two. I mean, that's happened before with the Ducks and the Bondi. So yeah. Next question is, is from the aforementioned G2019, or should I say Skawney? He thirst asks, what can we expect from your player going forward? Uh, not much. From a DSFL standpoint, not much until next season. I've been aware that you guys keep picking up running backs on waivers. I'm not mad at that, but... I'm glad that more players get a chance to be used and see their player get on there. The key part of the game is not having success on the field. It's more having, developing a big relationship with the locker room. Trust me. I'm officially team first. And if you need me to switch, unless it's O-line, I'm going to say no if you make me switch to O-line. Sorry, I almost spilled a bunch of pretzels. My dumb self. (laughs) So, basically, probably a few more TDs, but I'm already going to be, like, probably a secondary member of the uh, of a potential championship team. I'm going to say potential so I don't jinx myself like I always do. So, yeah. Next question from him is, what is your ultimate prediction? Whew. I think Portland might get exposed, one of our teams. I'm going to go out on a limb and say... I'm going to go with a chaos prediction. Knowing Valor Curse is still in play, it's going to be like Portland-Tijuana. And if the Valor Curse decides to not appear, then it's going to be Portland versus Norfolk. And then, hopefully, Norfolk win. However, if it's against Tijuana, if Tijuana makes it instead of us, I would say I would, I'd rather want Portland to win. Because Portland was my second DSFL team. So, yeah. His third question is... And this might be the hardest question I've gotten so far. Are there any ISFL teams you're hoping to join? Oh, that is a really hard question. I've only been scouted by one team so far, which has been New York. I've had a very good conversation... I feel New York is a very good fit for me locker room-wise and team position-wise. As I'm going to probably be like a backup for like a year or two before taking over the starter role. As the team is young, so I already joined an up-and-coming team. With moves likely going to be like year two. Because quarterback year one in the ISFL, you're going to struggle. That's the reality of it. If your own line is bad, your team's not going to do good. Plus, a rookie quarterback means you're probably going to finish like 3 and 13, which is similar to that of real life NFL. So, there is some realism to that element. Uh, another team I mentioned is Austin because Austin was my last team and I was there for nine seasons, including one season with Leaf. So, I know Austin might be still mad at me of what happened last playoffs. But if any of you are watching this, I apologize for my previous behavior. And there's some good reasons sometimes I leave the server. If I feel like the locker room gets a little hasty, that's the term I use. Or if I'm having a mental health breakdown. If I get a mental breakdown, I just mute the chat most of the time. I just don't go into the chat anymore. I just mute it, not leave the Discord altogether. I just mute it. And then just close, just power off the computer. That's probably your best thing to do. Just power off the computer and then just let it out. So you don't get mad at yourself. Because truthfully, it's not your fault. It's just the sim is the master of what the heck is a game and how does it screw a certain team over. Uh, If I pick an NSFC team to pick... Whew, that's actually a hard question. I don't feel connected to any NSFC team. Although Philly might be a potential good spot, I'd probably be backup for like most of my career. Because here's my note. If I don't become running back one in like two or three seasons after my rookie deal, I'm probably going to leave in free agency. Or unless your locker room is dead. That's another reason I might leave. So as long as you have an active, welcoming locker room, I want to stay as long as possible. Well, 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 and then here comes G back, the new co GM of Norfolk, and congratulations on your ultimate pal. I still need to get one of those, but I don't know how. Do I have to make a deal with the devil or something? The first question he asked, if it's a heat, they ask is, "What side of the debate of of is a hot dog a sandwich? Are we really going back to the Scorp era when the league was more fun back then and just a bunch of shit <laughs> Because that's what it was. It was just a bunch of shit post. OCO was the evil empire. It was it was OCO was evil because they kept winning." And even though they were in a rebuild, they kept winning still because Speck was a sim god. So, I believe Hot Dog is a sandwich. But, I'm going to have to say this. Cube rule, pal. The cube rule is in play. And you know for sure that... If it it's the cube, it's, everything is a sandwich, including your house. You are ingredient in a house sandwich. And a car, the car is a sandwich. Why? It contains your stuff and yourself. So a car is a sandwich. I may not be telling secrets, am I? Uh, next question they ask is, how has this season been for your player compared to expectations? I'd say right on point. I knew Norfolk was a stacked team, and I'm like, I don't expect to get a lot of yards year one. But then I got told year two, you're probably going to go off as basically, you know, running backs basically dominate the DSFL even though wide receivers have become more relevant in this current sim. I mean, trust me. ISFL was more run-centric back in the day. Basically like early NFL was, until like a few quarterbacks came along revolutionized passing. So, I'd say average. The next question they ask is, What is your favorite aspect of playing for Norfolk? Personally, I am going to have to say... Probably the locker room. I always say the locker room. Because basically, if you have a place to rant... They have a place to rant, which is good for my mental health. They have a lot of good people in there, so I make frequent conversations... So yeah, it's similar to an aspect that they have in Calgary of SHL, where it feels like a family over there. And Norfolk has that family aspect. So yeah, I'd say because of the family aspect, it's going to be the locker room. The next question is, has scouting started for ISFL yet? Yes, it has. Some teams are jumping early. It's still how conversations been. I've, I mentioned it earlier, and I'm gonna mention it again. I've had one team reach out so far, and that was the New York Silverbacks. Their GM reached out to me a few hours ago, and I had a very good conversation. And I talked about how the biggest aspect is having fun is in the locker room. The GM had the same point and explained that the New York. And I said, New York feels perfect to me. Already, New York is very high on my draft destinations list because I know North New York is filled with good people. I know a lot of the people. I know Moosey's a good person. So, yeah. The next part of this is if not what are they hoping to get from conversations? I think it's going to be the same old, same old unless they turn it, change it up on me because... I'm basically used to all these simple, oh, are you going to switch? Oh, what are your views about playing time? Do you want to stay down for DS phone lover season? (sighs) That's all stale to me because it feels like yesterday about me scouting other people for Austin. So, Yeah. Oh no! Don't ping me in the mid. Oh, sorry. I randomly got pinged in the middle of a stream. Not a stream. This is a podcast. Oh my god! My brain is fried from college earlier. Have you ever tried challenging Hawkman to to a game of Jeopardy? And if so, how did you fare? He's at. Uh, then he adds, "He destroys me convincingly every time." I look well, from the way he's been playing. The only way I would win is if I like had like an Amazon Alexa or Skynet inserted into my body and then I'm that sounds gross. I probably wouldn't beat him. I'm going to be completely honest unless you turbo Googles because yeah, the only people who get it right are probably those who use the search engine, which I think is cheating because you can just copy it and then it sends you to a website that has the answer. Because somebody watched every single Jeopardy! episode and put it on the website. So yeah, I'd probably lose to him. What is it like being on a team that, as of now, has lost only one game for more than half the season? I'd say Norfolk's been hot on the first half. The second half, I believe half of them are road games. So, I think they have more road games this half. So, it's going to be a little bit harder. So, yeah. Meanwhile, I need to figure out who the... Who is pinging me? Oh, it's just O T P stuff. So, anyway. Let's get back to what I was saying. Norfolk, it feels pretty good to win, but... You have to have a loss every once in a while. You can't be used to just winning, because a team locker room would get extremely toxic if they win a launch. and then all of a sudden they lose in the first round. Because that means the locker room's arrogant and unlikable, and the locker room gets toxic. That's how it fuels team players to leave, and. If you want to just focus on the locker room and say that players just don't care about winning, it's just about the experience. It even makes an 0-16 season feel fun. So that's my truth about it. The best part of the league is not about winning. It's It's about having a good experience. Even if your player doesn't do well initially, success will find your way to your player. Unless you become inactive. If it becomes inactive, active, your player might not be liked by the Sim that often. Uh, the final question he asks is, how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, my Thanksgiving was pretty well. Uh, I actually went down to see some extended family. Of course, I had to bring Dover with me. Because if you don't know, Ben Dover's my brother. We both had a nice Thanksgiving with our relatives. And of course, there's a mall nearby. So on Black Friday, we shopped around there. So yeah. I'd say it felt like a very, very, very good... Thanksgiving. Spent a lot of time speaking with family and yeah I like to say that it was pretty good overall. So I've answered all the questions. I'm not going to push this podcast any longer because it's going to be my boring voice. So anyway uh, thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your day or night depending on when you're listening to this. And stay safe out there. And don't forget. If you are not vaccinated. Get the vaccine. Trust me. it work- It's proven. It works. And put all the politics away. That is not going to help you. And if you feel like you're having problems. Speak with a therapist. Or just talk to someone. Talking to someone is actually very helpful. And if you need someone to talk to. Uh, please contact me on Discord at you, at Valorx seventy seven hashtag five 10, and then I'll figure out what your problem is. All right, thank you, and have a great rest of your day and night. See ya.